Good evening, everybody. I'm so happy to. I'm so happy to. Um, to be here. Excited to see everyone. I'm so excited. And um, it's going to be a great day today. Amen. And so we'll look at Luke chapter 9, the last five verses. We'll start from verse 57. Look um, deeply into some thoughts and um, help me increase my, my feedback. Look deeply into some thoughts and then uh, we'll be able to understand the kingdom of God in a deeper way. Amen. You see, because we should be, we should by now, um, we should by now know how to do and transact life in the kingdom. How many of us can practically say that um, you 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 have an idea of living in the world and in the realm of God? Even in your daily, your daily life, who can? I'm asking you, anybody. You have an idea of what it means to live in the presence and in the consciousness of God and in the ways of God. If you have, if you have that idea, or if the, you you having that experience where you can truly say, "I'm living under the influence of another kingdom and another another king." If you have that kind of experience, raise your hand. The rest of you have been living in hell. Huh? Huh? You don't, you don't know how what it means to live in the kingdom, right? If, if, if you don't know what it means to be in the kingdom, you're just living life as Satan commands. Raise your hand. Or oh, you don't know the kind of life you're even living Raise your hand. Or your ears are not working right now. You know. So, then as a young boy, when there were the, the fellowship I was in, we were having a lot of crises, looking for where to place me as a fellowship executive. So, some people said they should make me these so the head of drama said he wanted me to be the head of his drama unit. Yeah, because I used to do drama. I was in drama unit. Yeah, DG used to be our HOD then. <laughs> when we were teenagers. So when I got to the university, I also used to do drama. I like acting. And, I, and I'm always having the main role. I take, they give me the main role. I, I used to be a very good actor. Well, I thought. <laughs> and so they wanted to make me the head of drama unit. Somebody else wanted to make me, is it the vice president? Another person said I must be the, the charge of Bible study. And so they couldn't settle that list. And so they had to take the list to the general overseer of the ministry, to his house or to his office. And there were a lot of fights. And my name was the name that wasn't settled. 
And so they now ask the pastor, who is he? What do you why? So they now ask him, what level is he in? Everybody now went quiet. <laughs> because the person they were fighting all about did not even have an admission. Because I was engaging the fellowship when I was doing my diploma, but my diploma had flopped. So it had wasted, so I didn't have any admission. I just wrote jam and all of that. And I said that I wrote jam, but they, they trust God that I'll enter. That I have to enter because they need me. <laughs> so the one said, so you guys are making somebody who doesn't even have an admission, an executive. And so he got irritated at them. But during the retention, he remembered that the university gives him about three slots every year for admission. The registrar, the university through the registrar gives it to him. So he sent a note to me and told me to go to the registrar and then I was somebody they so the registrar asked me what do I want? I didn't know what I wanted, I was just I was just thinking. So I told the man, banking of us. Banking of us. You see, because those days, not too long ago though, but those times were times where banking jobs were really pain. You know, there was a time banking jobs were really pain. That were a banker like this, ah, banker. You know, and there were some banks that were the ones really. I think, I think access. Uh, those days, people who worked in banks were big boys. Those days they were starting. Those days they were starting at about two fifty, three hundred then. Are we together now? I'm going somewhere. I don't think I don't know what I'm doing. So, so I told the man banking and finance. So he told me to write my name somewhere. I wrote it. Like a week later, I now went. I was now in my devotion. Then God now told me that I will be studying political science, not banking and finance. Ah, I can't go back to the to the register. But I didn't have any any. But when the, I said, go, well, whatever you say, I don't know. After I told them back in a finance, I cannot go back and tell them this thing. I went to tell one of my mentors, one professor, Ogule, and since I was just gisting with him, I said, the Lord told me that. The man looked at me, the Lord told you that. The man said, yeah, I need a responsible boy. Yeah, I need a responsible boy. He said, I should get out. So I forgot about it. So when the admission came, they gave me um, geography and planning. <laughs> it, it didn't make any, I was not angry. Anything, it didn't like, let them give me anything because I didn't have any, I didn't have, because that was how I was wired. Because of my, the peculiarity of my destiny. You get my point? You see, many of us is well. Is well. Is well. Is well. And that's why I am passionate about the teenage ministry. People should be trained early enough to know where their grace is. Even what you will do naturally, you have a grace place. But sometimes when you don't build that, 
and the economic question starts, you'll start looking for anything to do to put food on the table. But as you do that, you are struggling. And you are not created for struggle. So uh, when you are struggling, you are dying. You, you, you can't be struggling and prosper inside. So it now becomes a difficult, a difficult thing to rearrange the life. It's not that difficult to, we can, but you know, there, you know life is to ask questions that you must answer. Real questions. That it takes a strong presence of God to look at those questions and say, uh, you know, and give a godly answer and say, don't worry. You get my point? But if people can start early, decipher that because we have spiritual grace, we have natural grace. If people are trained to find that out. Even counselors cannot find it out. It is the spirit of God that finds that out. And so I said, I will do, do, when I say geography and blind, I send them to my family that they've given me admission to geography and blind science. I don't know what they are doing there. I've never attended a geography class in my life as a secondary school. Because I didn't understand that they are drawing. They used to do one kind of mapping, something. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. So I never attended one, you know, then there's a little mass there also. A little, I think they today to like longitude and latitude, all those, all those evil things. Please, you will take today's service the way it comes. Please. <laughs> However, we do the service, so we'll manage it like that. There's still two more. <laughs> if we get two rights, it's still a successful service. I'm not just used to struggling. You understand? I used to stay where grace is, and if grace does not come, we thank God. But there's grace here. So, so I said, let's do the geography like that. So I went for geography. When I got there, I wanted to submit my documents. I said, I cannot do geography. I don't have geography in my own levels. That's what will I do now. So, I took a biro. I took a sheet of paper. And I wrote a direct letter to the VC of the university. Yes, and I took it by myself upstairs. I went to his office and said, I want to see the VC. They say, who are you? I said, <laughs> I said, uh, my name is Kure Zakaria. I want to see the, I have an important information for, for him. I told my general overseer to give me an introduction letter. So I got that introduction letter. I collected it. I added my own letter. I wrote it with my own hand. No, I didn't type it. I wrote it to my hand. And I added the two letters. And I gave him. And I wrote in letter that they gave me geography and planning science. And, and I don't have geography. But what? But I remember what God told me about political science. I said, what I want to do is political science. So he should give me political science. So it's like I can't see the VC, but that they will promise to give the letter. to the, I sealed it. I behaved like a reasonable person. So I gave them the, this thing. And I waited. And after two weeks, I went to check the portal. They have changed it to political science. So that's how I did. You know. But the point I was trying to make is that when there is, a, there is a way the anointing comes on you that you don't have a desire for, for anything. Now, 
for those of you who are lazy here and you say it's the anointing that is not <laughs> that's your concern I don't know how that's what it Amen. Amen. But the fruit of that is that it will show in what the anointing, the desire the anointing brings to you. Are you together with me? It will show. If you're anointed, we will see you maybe every day on the streets trying to get souls. Amen. The, the anointing cannot increase your sleeping hours. You get my point. I said, you get my point. But the anointing will always <laughs> the anointing will always sub it would always deal with devils. The anointing will always deal with devils, it will always deal with princes. When you are anointed, you will flow in ease. Yeah. So sometimes to find your anoint to and your anointed spot is to look for your easy what is easy for you so, sometimes we take for granted what is easy for us but what is easy for you is not easy for everybody it's an anointing that is making it what easy are we together friends I thank you for encouraging me this message I know is not sweet but I like the way you are just making me feel good continue <laughs> and so it's not easy to lead a life where you don't know where you will sleep. It's talking about a life where you are not in control. Are we together here? We love God, but we don't trust him 100% control. It's not easy. Are we together here? You want God do your part. Just please allow me fix this. In case, it's for your own good. In case, in case you don't show up, let people not say you are a bad God too. Which, you get my point. Now, that is one of the ways you can mouth, I will follow you, and eventually you are not in the number. Those who don't let go are not in the number. Are you with me, friends? There is a letting go that all of us must surrender to. There is a letting go where, like Jesus, it says the foxes have O's. Every, there is no night recorded in scripture that Jesus did not sleep. You understand? Eventually he will sleep. Eventually he has a good accommodation. Are you together with me? But he's just saying that this life is controlled by another. And I can't tell you, even James told us, which I tried to inculcate and encourage people to inculcate that don't even say tomorrow I'll do this, tomorrow I'll do that. James say, always say, by the grace of God. That if grace does not permit it, it won't. I will see you tomorrow. Say, I will see you tomorrow by God's grace. And for those who are close to me, you find out that whenever you tell me something about tomorrow, I will tell you by God's grace. Who have I told that? Who have I? Yeah, I will tell you by God's grace. It's not sure in ourselves, but it is sure in what? In God's grace. So letting go is a. You see, you need to know the exact prerequisites letting go and allowing god and not being in charge and not knowing what next are you with me yes, it's a prerequisite for 
following and for being anointed. Those who receive the anointed have allowed God. Those who receive the anointing have what? Have allowed God. And your natural inclination, your natural disposition will not want you to do that. You prefer to keep crying that you will follow him. You, you prefer that. You can cry it. You prefer to pray 12 hours. Say, Lord, I'm following. I follow, Lord. I follow, Lord. I will cry, Lord, I follow you. But you don't let go. And he knows you are just whining, whining, whining. You know, I've been in the game for a little while, and I've been in the game practically. I've not. I see this thing I'm preaching. I'm in the game, and not as a preacher, but as a participant. Yeah. You know why I have oil? I've let go. Yeah. You know I'm anointed. Yeah, I'm, anointed. I'm very anointed. Yeah. And I was. I've let go. Amen. And I'm still letting go. That's why the oil is flowing. My calculation has reduced so much. Calculation blocks the flow of oil. When you calculate your life by yourself and do all the mass, the oil will not flow. That's why your oil used to drop small, small. Those who have surrendered, go, if, you, if you say you have surrendered, God will watch you for a short period of time. Maybe after two years. When he has watched you and he sees that you truly surrender, boom! The oil will now manifest. Then, those who are calculating, you will find out that your own mass will add up. God's mass is, is more accurate than man's mass. There is, a, there is a formula God is working out for you. And it's different from the formula your mother worked out for you. Yeah. different from the formula your father worked out for you and sometimes when you are following God you will go contrary to the formula your mommy worked out for you yeah. that's why I said that if you want to follow me sometimes you have to leave father and mother you understand and they ask him say, see we have left father we have left, we have left mother what are we going to Again, you know, but the question I want to ask you is that do you have the infantry to tell God that? Will he not slap you if you tell God God I've left for God? You, 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 you left what? Some of us can't tell God we left anything because it's a totin now. You have left nothing. Aha. Now, this surrender is powered by the Spirit and it is communicated by the Spirit, meaning that. You cannot, you cannot take upon you my own surrender. Because I tell you the truth, my own surrender, if you do it, it might not be surrendered to you at all. Because from the one you have surrendered that in naturally, it's not a big deal to you. So what's difficult for me to surrender might not be difficult for you to surrender. So other times... Sometimes, in order to deceive God, you embrace somebody's surrender. But your own real surrender, you don't say that. That's why your surrender is follow calm. 
chose Zoom for you. And so your Holy Spirit is the one that knows what you are meant to surrender. If, if they say the Spirit can search the deep things of God, he, says he knows what's inside God. He says, yeah. <laughs> what about you? That man knows what's inside God. How would he know what's inside you? Eh? One of the qualities of the word, when they were talking about the word in Hebrews chapter 4, 12, it says the thing can pierce bones, marrow, everything, and it's the discerner of thoughts. Yeah? <laughs> An intent. You understand? The guy loses you completely. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot do anything. He knows why you want to steal money. He knows, he knows everything. When you are behaving as if you, do, you are not hearing God, he knows you are hearing God. God, if it's you, can just confirm it again. <laughs> Especially during when it's time to give offering. I say, Father, you know, I'm willing to give you this offering. I just need to be sure that it is you leading me. <laughs> yow, yow. God's children are fraudsters, they are criminals. He knows. And whereas he's preparing you for prosperity, but you are Decide, deciding to, to stay in jail. Are you with me, friend? Yes, so he's the one that administers and communicates and leads you and lets you know what needs to be surrendered. But the general point is that foxes have what? Holes. They have holes. Somebody say foxes have holes. So many times when the spirit of God and the spirit of the... Are you listening to me? I don't have to shout for you to know it's a powerful thing I'm telling you, right? Many times when the spirit is on the move and the glory is on the move and there is, it's time to anoint, your oaths and your nests are being demanded for. Are you together with me? Your place of comfort. Huh? Those things that make you okay, that come what may, I am fine. It demands for your O's and demands for your nests. The O's that you use your hand to dig by yourself, the nests that you created, those places where you are most comfortable, where if God no show, I go, they fine, you have arranged it, then he will now come and ask for it. Are we together here? Those are our survival uh, uh, structures. Are you with me? That we have set. It's a fox. The fox has holes. Let the rain decide to rain. The fox knows where to go. When there's trouble in the air, the bird knows his nest and how to enter it. When you see the nest, you might think the door is small. But when the bed enters it, some of you have various comfort places and comfort zones that you have created for yourself that if this God thing doesn't work like this, you are okay. Comfort zones. Praise God. Sometimes it might be somebody. Somebody can be your comfort zone. Somebody can be your hole and your nest. It can, be your, it can be an uncle. Are you together with me? Sometimes, it's, sometimes it can be a particular visa <laughs> that you have kept somewhere. Say, 
Alanda Baradia Fasa. Anything, you know it. That's the beautiful thing. You know what's your comfort zone. You know what's your hole. Are you with me? When, when the thing wants to dabaru like this, you switch into it. But when it's kingdom time, when it's anointing time, they ask you for your hole. He says, the foxes have holes, the beds have nests. But the son of man does not have a place to lay. Now, if the person you are following you tells you, I don't have a place to lay my head, what about you? You understand that? He's telling you that it's, 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 it's bringing you to surrender. Walk with me when you are not sure of tomorrow. You understand? Be sure of me. Don't be sure of things. Many times our confidence is in things, not in God. And God is saying that, come and be confident in me. But you see, eventually he will give you things, but he has trained you not to put confidence in things. So God collects things from you. He tells you to surrender things. Huh? Are you together with me? Do you know many pastors who are not anointed? No oil. Pastor without oil. You know why? Because some of them, God told them, I don't want you to work. Friends, it's not easy. When you tell a man not to work. Ah! Ah! How? It takes another level of spiritual energy to power manliness without cash. No cash. <laughs> ah! How do, you want to, how, how do you want to do it? But sometimes, and then sometimes God will allow some people to work because he knows that one is not their hole. And it's not their nest. So it's, it's, not a, it's not one fits all. Are you with me? Are we together here? So the pastor is working. But he's saying, Lord, I love you. But God has told him to, to not work. But you see, he can't have oil. It can't be an, it's not part of those 70. Because, but the day he lets go of that thing, he enters into another flow. Are you with me? I don't know if there are people ready to surrender today. Are you ready? Are you sure you are whining God? <laughs> eh? Are you whining God? I don't whining. Alright, watch it. So, it's, that was what Jesus Christ told him. And guess what? It was this guy that went to call Jesus, have you? He said, let's see what he told Jesus. The previous verse. As they journeyed on the road, as someone said to him, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. Glory, Lord. <laughs> wherever. <laughs> it's like a good lyrics of a song. Follow, follow, follow Jesus. Wherever. <laughs> ah, but you see, that is whatever, as with it, is he's willing really to go, but he has planned how he will be okay. I don't follow you. <laughs> but Jackie must go with us. I'm always comfortable with Jackie or Pamela. You know, he has something that, let's go. But he has his baggage. 
that he rests where he rests are you with me where he rests you see there's somebody here you know what god just took a major friend out of your life major friend and it's because you have planned your life with that friend and god picked that friend out of your life and is it's it's god's ordination there's a major relationship that just went off and then you find out you are naked because when you thought god was your clothing it has been that relationship that was your clothing god now took it away boom your heart is not shaking a jellyfish that's how you have been from the one but you didn't know god just exposed it now so now get the real covering He will not restore the relationship later, but it will not be the covering. You get my point? Some girls, when they lose one, one relationship, they say, ah, oh, cool. Say, where will I start from? Can you see, where will I what? Start from. It means that that's, that's, their, that's their journey. Are we together here? God just took a relationship. You now feel naked. Well, you have been naked since. You just got to know. Am I preaching here? Yes, sir. So the foxes have holes and the birds have what? Nests. So, so it comes. Now, now, you see, eventually, you are going to have holes, you are going to have nests. You are going to have those things eventually. You see, but they must not be where your trust is. So he comes and asks for it. He asks for it. Okay. This is I'm preaching. I'm not even using terminologies that. But the beautiful thing of this preaching is that all of you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, because you have the spirit. You have your own. You have your nest. So that's the first one. So no matter how much you mouth following God, you know, and in hope that there is a release of anointing, you might not be part of the 70 if you don't deal with this. You get the point now. So let's check the second set of people. Then he said to another, follow me. But he said, Lord. Now, we need to appreciate the fact that the Lord really values our actions more than our theology. Because all these people, theology was right. And they kept calling him Lord. But these, these people are very powerful servants. Because it is here we see servants telling their Lord what they want to do. And they are still calling him Lord. So a lot, of, a lot of us, our spiritual language is higher than our practical surrender. You get the point now? A lot of people invest in words, invest in deep words. And they think in those deep words, they are spiritual. But God will judge your spirituality by your actions. Are you with me? But he said, Lord, Lord, let me first go and what? Bury my what? My father. Just said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. So your father is dead and those planning the burial too, they are dead. 
Uh, well, let me just explain it to you. He <laughs> says, let the dead bury what? Yeah. They are dead. You go and preach the kingdom. So the story is this. Your father is dead. Now all the people in the planning committee for that burial, they are dead, including you. And that's why I say you should follow me. So that you can come out of the dead. You get my point now? I want to take you out of the dead because you are dead. No, I'm just trying to tell you that those advising you not to follow God the way you are meant to follow him, just know that they are dead. Now, if it can be your mother, I'm not really insulting her, but we are just trying to look at the scripture. Because there are many believers here, believers, boys, believers, girls, believers, they speak in tongues, but their parents control their core decisions. Yes. If you're if you a lady, if you marry that kind of man, whose mommy tells him what to do, you are in a joint marriage. The day your fiancé wants to go and confirm what mommy thinks about the decision both of you that concerns only both of you, you just know that uh, you are in a community marriage. <laughs> <laughs> You are in an est, uh, est, your, what they are saying, your family is not a nuclear family. It starts as an, est, an extended home. <laughs> there is nothing as useless as a man who is still attached to his mother or his father. He's a useless husband. There's, you should have nothing to do with those men. Don't pray about it. Yeah, he's a useless man. And it will destroy you. The very basic thing about marriage is that a man shall leave his father and a mother. That's what qualifies it for a, You get my point now? Amen? Eh? I don't say amen. I'm talking to men. If you are here, you are still doing mommy's boy or mommy's this thing. Something's wrong with you. Praise God. If you are here, and you are 17 years old, you are still doing mommy's boy, mommy's this, is not wrong with you. By 16. You should be showing flashes of man. By 16. Because if you are a Jew, they would have started as a crypto youth to, to the army. That's why the issue of making money early is very important. Because you cannot be a man to who is giving you money. If you're a man, you have some collecting money. <laughs> it can't be, you know. So don't go back home now and uh, say, I'm a man. If they are still going to give you transport fare. Uh, you're a money queen. So, if you want to be a man, you must be ready to suffer. You understand? You must be ready to be independent. Amen. And I'm not talking about just men. I'm even talking about women. Your parents should know that they can't, for example, they can't choose a, a spouse for you. 
Especially when you are a believer, feel the Holy Ghost. They should be very worried. They should know that, ah, and it's not until the wedding period that you will let them away. They should know by now that we can try it with this one's sisters, but we can't try it with this one. This one will tell us, this is who God, so that this is who God, who should I obey? You or, are you greater than God? <laughs> eh? Daddy, are you, uh, daddy, she like that at your long With all respect. You say with all respect, but there is clarity of thought. Are we together, my friends? So let the dead bury their dead. So you can see that the person that died is dead. Everybody knows that. But the one people don't know is that those who want to bury them are also dead. Amen. Even though the reason they want to bury them is because they want to give them a befitting burial. They want to honor them, but they are dead. So he's saying that I want to deliver you from dead people, but you still say you want to go on. He said, well, you can go. So what's the point there? You see, when we discuss that the dead are dead, the point there is that sometimes the glory of God and the kingdom of God, when it comes to you, sometimes it stops you and 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 um, takes you on a track whereby you are not even permitted. Two things it does to you: it there are some levels of worldliness legitimate worldliness that it collects from you. Legitimate what? Worldliness. I, for example, as a young believer, one of the things that I needed to battle, that looked like a battle as a young Christian, was going for Ilya. You see, because, not because Ilya is bad, Ilya is not bad, but I have Bible study. And I must be in that Bible study. My pastor has called a meeting. Whereas my father, or mother, all my extended family, they want to kill him. So I look like an evil person. You get the point? Where I have to leave my family. But you see, Jesus Christ say that the ram they will kill. Of course, we know the ram is dead. The people killing the ram, they are dead. I want to deliver you from the dead so that you can go and preach. The gospel. Some Christians can only engage and give to God after they have made everybody happy. Weak. Everybody must be happy with your decision before you can move forward. Everybody. You will settle every quarters. Everybody. This quarter is happy. Your father, mother is happy. Your mother's brother is happy. Your sister, uncle is happy. This person is happy. This person is happy. Everybody is happy. Everybody is happy with you. They now say, yes, Lord. <laughs> you are not a soldier of Christ. You are, you are, you are, you are like a camu. I'm not a soldier of Christ. Everybody is always happy with you. You make this person happy, that person happy, this person happy, this person happy, happy the remaining. Even yourself, you are you are dead. You say, Oh Lord, yeah, my send me. <laughs> no oil for you, no oil. No what? No oil. Those are legitimate considerations. 
So sometimes God will separate you from legitimate considerations because don't forget that the kingdom is first. And many times there are structures in your life before you met God that were first. Now that you are in the kingdom, there are going to be a lot of tests to let heaven, earth, hell know that another is now first. Are you together with me? I'm just, I'm just telling you why some people cannot cross from desire to receiving oil. These are the practical things why some people will keep praying but they will never get anointed because of how they treated the kingdom. You get my point now? Legitimate um, considerations. The kingdom does not come and check when it is convenient for you before it comes to you. It doesn't check. Is it convenient? <laughs> when the kingdom comes, it has come. You decide whether it's convenient for you or not. So the kingdom of God is like a man that found the precious uh, pair. What did he go and do? He went to sell all that he had. Are you together with me? So anything can go. Anything can what? Can go. Anything can go. You know the beautiful thing about this thing is that when you have done this, when you do this kind of thing, eh, you will not have power to raise the, those who are dead. But if you don't do this, the dead will still swear for you and say you are a useless Christian. The people you are trying to please will still abuse you. But if you go and get power with God, they will come back and bow to you. Yeah. Go and get power with God. Are we here? He said, let me, let me, what did the guy say? Let's go back there. I have just a few minutes remaining. But he said, Lord, let me first. So when God has come, you can't call another thing first. Nothing else is first. See, the conversation between Elijah and Elisha ended when Elijah went to meet him and put the mantle on him. The Bible says he was taking care of the oxen. He was on the twelfth one. And he told Elijah, let me go and bid my family far away. Elijah told him, what do I have to do with you? Is it not Elijah that put mantle on him? Immediately he was talking about going back home. Elijah said, who are you? Anytime you want to go and meet legitimate needs first, you are cut off. Worshipping legitimate conditions cut you off from the glory of God. When you, when you worship what appears to be legitimate above God, you are cut off. The conversation ends. And that's why you have to train your home and let everybody in the home know that, that Jesus is first. And those of you who have a calling, you must let your wife know that Jesus is first. Let your husband know Jesus is first. That's what I was sharing the other time when we, when we got to a particular apartment. He said, I cannot stay here. I said, I don't understand what you are saying. I told you, you cannot stay here. You can stay here. Tell me, you can, you can stay here. You will stay here with joy. You can stay in hot. There's nowhere you can't stay. You are telling me you cannot stay here. I said, this is where we are staying. It was later somebody was now trying to remind me of where I was living before. And I said, could you buy an incubator now? There's one uncompleted building. I said, ah, me, you know, completed buildings. He said, I said, oh, that's true. That place was already completed. If this is where the law provides, we stay there. 
Are we better than those in Somalia? Are we better than the missionaries in Congo? Uh, are you better? Oh, or is only Lagos Christians that God has planned for? Are you better than those in Soweto? There's nobody in this church that should be saying, God, you have abandoned me. You're better than almost 80% of all the Africans. You are privileged. What are our problems here? Is that the code is too much this service? The code is too much. Reduce the AC. What, what issues am I having in service? The issues I'm having is that the mic is not well, the speakers. Whereas some people they pray for wind not to blow too much. They are using leaves and it's still the glory of God. They still go through baptism of the Holy Spirit. They do marriage counseling. See, they get my they get my my house has about two or three children. In one small place. They those I used to wonder how he's working it. Two or three children. How did he born the second one? When the second when the first one was there. I used to imagine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, those are the things I think about. Think about those things. Think about real things. And don't just live in some... You see, it will help you to be thankful. When you think about those things, you'll be thankful. So these are the demands for the kingdom. for For the oil. You can't respond to God after you have responded to all the legitimate conditions. Sometimes he pushes you. He pushes you and says, let the dead bury their dead. Praise God. Are we together here? But you go and preach the kingdom of God. It means that we must have a priority that is higher than all the priorities of natural men. Listen, there is no honor that men give greater than the honor of burying somebody. Is the highest thing. And Jesus Christ said, you, leave, don't, you can leave it. You can what? You can leave it. Whereas some Christians are so spoiled, they are crying that they, they didn't have money to celebrate their birthday. They think it's a problem. Hey, my birthday, I didn't do photo shoot. <laughs> Depressed. I'm telling you, Many years ago, I was preaching, and I gave a word of knowledge. I turned to her, I said, I said, you cannot be depressed because you couldn't celebrate your birthday. You cannot be depressed because, as she came to repent, I said, eh, yesterday I was crying, and you don't celebrate my birthday. I said, eh. So, I don't know, she thought, how did I get to know? I, that's, I, was, just, I was just preaching. Kingdom first. Preaching the gospel first. What's first? Kingdom. Preaching the, the preaching the gospel is more important than your than your natural survival. You must you must rate kingdom more than what you will eat. That's why a lot of us are not flowing in the oil in the favor. You come you come first before. Listen, if you can jeopardize your life for the kingdom, then everybody's at risk. And that's healthy. I don't sell myself. If I don't sell myself, stop piping yourself. I don't. I, my own eye, I chop them because of the kingdom. If I can chop my eye 
He said that if your right hand will call, cause you to say cut it off, it's to let every other person know that I've already cut my own right hand to cut your own neck. It's not a difficulty. <laughs> Are you with me? Listen, if these things I'm pointing to you are not happening in your life, if you are just saying, God, I will follow you, it's a lie. You will not receive oil. You will not be anointed. You will not be part of the 70. These are the pra- we here, we saw people who were saying, I will follow you, and they were not part of the 70. And the reasons is what I'm showing you here. So beyond mouthing it, you have to make the kingdom priority. Huh? Kingdom priority. When you are moving to a new place, going to a new location, you are thinking, God, what am I to do for you? Why am I here? Why don't we have successful Christians doing great things in our politics and all of that? Because when they got it, they thought it was success. They didn't know that it was purpose. The, the politicians didn't ask God, what am I meant to do here? So they are just stealing money also. They didn't ask So let the dead bury their dead. Are you together with me? Say let the dead bury their dead. I can't hear you. Say let the dead bury their dead. So there is nothing natural men are doing that is so important to us. Are we together with me? Let them bury their dead. Let them do trending wedding. If where if you're in your state, if you cannot do trending wedding, let the dead bury their dead. You get my point out? Anything the world people are doing, if what you can afford is to send your child to do grammar school. Are you together with me? It will, you will not be depressed. You will do morning devotion with the child. Are you together with me? And the child will turn out to be better than all the other children that went to. Are you with me? Nothing natural must become priority to you. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. If you cannot afford the best of clothes, the one you have now, watch it, watch it, iron it. If you don't have electric iron, bike, kachako iron, and do it again. Don't allow, don't take anything legitimate, natural things. Don't put it in your heart too much. Don't, don't allow Satan control you. Your priority is the kingdom. It's preaching the gospel. It's growing and being like Christ. And I tell you the truth, if you live this way, you're not going to lack anything. You're going to have all those things. That's the truth. I just tell you, that's just the truth. It's always happens that way. There's nothing that if you don't have, you will die. There's nothing that if you don't do, you get my point. Some people struggle for stupid things, struggle for useless things. What good they are doing party? We want to buy us maybe. Ah, I can't go. I can't afford that. Maybe I won't be able to go. You go. You go with your jeans on top. You go. I'm a soldier. You get my point. I'm a soldier. I don't do what everybody does. I don't have to do what you do. I don't have to. I don't have to do what everybody's doing. I don't have, I have nothing to, see, if this guy did not bury his father, do you know what this guy is saying? Do you not bury his father? People will say, you are a useless boy. You are an irresponsible child. So you must be able to rise above the legitimate things. Are you together with me? Did you hear what I said? What's first? What's first? I can't hear you. What's first? What's first? What's first? Can you shout it? What is first? Kingdom of God first. Kingdom of God first. This is where you get your beauty, your power, your grace, your anointing. Today you get the message. This is how you become fine. This is how you become super. 
This is how you become anointed, great, powerful. This is how God can take you on sustained conversations. By the time God sees that kingdom face, he will not be talking to you about important things. Where others are talking about, ah, you know, children of this world, useless things, they will be taking useless things important. But, hey, the bouquet has to be ready. Though. And listen, it's very bouquet. Ah, she said, people, who would say, ah, that man has tried, though. Ah, that man has tried, though. He deserves a beautiful bear. He's a liar, it's for themselves, though. Yeah. The man decides a beautiful bear. He doesn't do anything for you. That man tried on earth. That man said, useless things. They always told you. Useless things. Oh, let's let's organize a company that will carry his cops. Now, I'm people you don't like watching man big cops. They focus on useless things. And sometimes you too, that's why you don't have power. You focus on useless things. Anything they told you is out, shakes you. They say a new air is out. You are thinking, how will I be able to buy this kind of air? Shut up. Those things come, those things come cheap. At their time, they'll come cheap. You will drive the best cars. You will live in the best houses. But there are no issues. Do you understand? If, if, see, if you, if you confidently plate your air, you'll find out that you are fine. I'm telling you the truth. You are plating very well every Saturday. You get one malam, that will be helping you plate the air. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. All those people on the road, they will plate the air. It will be fine. It will be fine. You will snap your picture with those whose air flow. You will snap. You will be fine. You'll be so beautiful. By the time God brings your husband, all his life is plenty air he has been looking for all his life. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. This life, nothing is that. Nothing here. See, 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 the person preaching this thing to you likes good things, though. I'm not talking about, I like good things. See, the kind of good things I will use, eh? You'll think your faith is carrying it. Later, your faith will not carry it. I'm telling you, by the time, by the time I bring a Maserati or, or a Ferrari. <laughs> Listen, by the time I, you, you, be, you don't, you're not ready. You're not. The level, criticism, you're not, you don't know the trouble I'll put you in. You don't know. You don't know the trouble I'll put you in. So I'm not talking about those things are evil. I'm just saying there's the reason why I can use those best things because it's nothing to me. So I feel like, I feel like, I want to use it to buy pepper. I feel like, I want to use it, I feel like. It's nothing. It's nothing. You get my point? It's not, so I'm not preaching, I'm not preaching don't use good things. I'm just saying that there is something else burning. It's been burning in me from day one. It's been burning. From childhood, since I met him, 16 years old, he's been burning in me. Nothing has, nothing has been added to my life that has taken away that passion. I'm hungry for God. I'm hungry for souls. I'm hungry for souls. That's what burns my passion. The greatest love language my wife can ever give me in this world is a prayer life. That's my love language. Prayer life. It's not food. It's not sex. When I see her praying and loving God, I love her more. I, it's, I don't want, I'm not concerned. That's my own love language. Prayer. Souls, evangelism. When she comes up, I say, she wants to go and preach. I say, hi, I love this girl. I say, it's kingdom first. Yeah. And guess what? All other things are not lacking. Yeah. It doesn't lack. We are not lacking all those other things. Take care of our bad, bad things. Bad things. I always buy things. Always. 
Because it's not what I'm using money for. It's just kingdom and take care of her. Kingdom, take care of her. That's all I do. I don't need money for myself. In the whole year, I might not buy myself anything. In two years, in three years, I might not. Yeah. Many years ago, she got tired and said, no, Oga. She forced herself and started buying things. So because me, I don't remember myself. But there are people, there are several people who, 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 who pay people to buy me clothes. Yeah. Monthly. I, I get monthly allowance for clothes. Yeah. For some people, they monthly clothes. That's why you say I'm always buffing up. I buff up the monthly clothes. <laughs> and when I wear one shirt, I want to wear it again another three months. You understand the point? But it's the same way I feel when I wear one for for consistently like that. It's the same feeling. Nothing has changed. And when we need to take a jet to so we to take it there, it will not mean anything. The souls. You see, when you are when you are engaging the business of souls, other businesses will be small. Because soul is the highest business. So a billion dollar business will not shake your soul when you're operating the business of soul. Because God did the comparison. He said, what is the profit? What is the economic value of everything in this world and one soul? He says, one soul is more valuable. So, that's the highest business. So, we who do soul business have done the highest level of business. So, when you now see us doing billion dollar business, you think we're now doing big things. No, we have been doing big things when we went on the street. That's the biggest thing. I, did, I don't know if you heard what I just said now. That's the big thing we're doing. We can't do without everything. We can't do without preaching the gospel. But every other thing we can do without it. But even this God has vowed that all those things, he will give it to us. Yeah. You get my point now? But you go and preach the kingdom. What's the next one? Another said to him, Lord, I will follow you. But how can you be calling God Lord and you are still the one leading your life? That's the story of many of us. Our songs are more powerful than our decisions. Let me first go and bid them farewell who are at my house. I, I just want to go. Now, to say bye-bye does it not make sense? If you know that Jesus' one is too much. Let <laughs> me just go and say bye-bye. But you see, the point of these stories, I know this is not parable, it's real. Yes. It's not parable. This is Jesus eh? I tired. I tired. You know, the point of this story is that he's trying to let us know, guys, this thing is not joke. He's trying to let us know that this thing is not joke. It says, no one, but Jesus said to him, no one having put his hand, tomorrow I will stay here because I can, this is a very important part. If I start now, I won't have time. No one having put his hand to the plow and looking back his feet for the kingdom. So the first one is surrender, let go. The second one is legitimate, letting go of legitimate um, um, circumstances, conditions, and needs. And sometimes when the kingdom comes to you, it messes up your logic. Logic. Someone say logic. 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 You must be ready to receive God in a way where he can mess up your logic. The reason why many don't obey God as we should obey. Are you guys cold? No. 
the reason many of us don't obey God as we should obey him is that we still subject our obedience to logic. You get my point? So you obey him at the level at which your logic admits, your logic accepts. Because it's very logical to go and say farewell to your parents. Are you together with me? But when the kingdom will come to you, it will go beyond logic. And you must, be able, you must be able to follow him beyond what? Logic. He will mess up your logic. Huh? Have you ever tried to, to save? Have you ever fasted? You tried to save the food you were meant to eat and the spirit of God warned you not to save it. Huh? And you are not sure what to eat in the night. Now, if you save that food and eat it later in the night, you have wasted that fast. Because the fast was to train you in his ways. Praise God. As God told you to give an offering, there's an offering with you. The money, God saw the money in your account. And said, this is the one that you give. But you told God, somewhere in your mind, that another one is coming. Now, this one, there is a form that we, that we there's a form that we, that we close next tomorrow. If I give you this one, maybe it's 15,000 you want. The one coming is even 20. I will use this one to quickly uh, get the form. Maybe it's to give you money. Money is money. When that 20,000 naira come, I will send you everything, even more than the 15,000 because logic. Maybe it's money you're asking for. You're engaging with what? With logic. Whereas is is talking to you to deliver you. Yeah. Your logic is maintaining you in the, in the jail. Are you with me? Because the deliverance is this, that you can give at that time when it looks like there is a legitimate need so that you can, it can begin to train you in the process of trusting him. And that's the, that's the journey. It's not even about the money. Let me ask you, which amount of money can we give God that God will feel blessed Who has ever blessed God before? I think I want to bless you one billion. Because a guy there bless me. Every demand from God is because of you. There is nothing he tells you to do that will make him more God. It's to deliver you. It's your deliverance. So every time you use logic, you have maintained J-Tam. Huh? Every time. So anytime God speaks to you, is an opportunity to leave jail. The jail of lies and all these other jails. But if you flow in logic, praise God. Hallelujah. Are we together here? Yes, flow in logic. It also kill all the animals, kill everybody. So flow in logic and say, I've killed everybody now. I've killed the king. Let's go and use this thing as sacrifice to God. But that's not what he said. Are you together with me? That's not what he said. So when the kingdom is coming to you, turn, uh, Jesus was going to turn water to wine, right? Was it logical to go and give the kings, the head of the party, to give them first? 
It's not logical. At least, let's taste that. Let's taste his face. Has he really turned to... <laughs> Friends, eh? If they tasted that thing, it's water they would drink. Yes. You see, the miracle is, the, is to be foolish enough yes. to carry water. The, you see, the miracle is not when he blessed it. He didn't bless it. He just turned into this. He said, go on. So the miracle is in their obedience. Anytime they drink that tea, it's water. It's not your wine. Until they completed the obedience. That was when, until they got to that king's hand. That was when it turned to wine. Because you want God to do miracle, but he wants to raise you and train you. And so he commands you and tells you what to do. And so when you now drink the water, and God has not turned to wine. No. Because the real water that needs to turn to wine is you. It's your, it's your lack of faith. He wants to turn. If you can turn that, that water will turn to wine. So you are the one stopping that water from turning to wine. So if you can obey him, the water will turn to wine. The disciples too, he did not multiply that bread. He was still five loaves of bread and two fishes and gave them small, small. And said, oh yeah, go. Are you foolish enough to go? Praise God. See the small, see small church, we are just about two or three hundred. We say we want to buy property of 40 million. Why? He said it. He said it to my ears. I heard him. I can tell you where I was when he spoke to me. And I told my wife, I'm buying the property. And I told her, I will buy it. And I stepped up. I didn't check the account. If I check the account, it's maybe 15,000 that is there. See? See the way we are doing, we want to do mega things because God spoke. Some people or some people who need 45 million, they can some people who even have 25 million and cannot believe for the remaining 15. Whereas me, sensible Zach, like this, the, the half says, I believed when he just spoke. And and I'm I'm wealthier than the one who has money. Yeah. So if you are not ready to allow God. <laughs> Paul, don't break your head. <laughs> Paul is <doing> like this. <laughs> if you are not ready to allow God train you, this logic, this logic will cage you. You want to work with God? Use your heart. Don't use your brain. Don't use your mind. Use your heart. So do you know. If He speaks to you, flow. Flow. Tell somebody, flow. flow. Tell somebody, when God speaks, when God speaks. Oh, yeah, say flow. flow. Say it again. No, say, when God speaks, flow. But say like a preacher. One, two, three, go. Do it again. One, two, three, go. Say it again. One, two, three, go. Say it again. Flow. That's how it happens. That's how you operate a miraculous life. That's how you get oil. Ah! Ah! He told me to give an offering yesterday. I quickly ran and gave it. Ran and gave it. But when he speaks, you flow. Don't wait. As the hot. Ah! As the hot. Immediately. Can I tell you what happens? Immediately you flow, you are, be, you are starting behaving like God. Then a divine nature is activated. 
Yeah. So you become a superman. Oh my God. I don't know why the guys begin to continue to say. Something else enters your spirit. Something else enters. You now exchange natural life for spiritual life. You become spiritual. Don't flow. Just key in. Because it's, it's, that speaking is giving you, is calling you to operate like he operates. That is telling you, he knows men don't do it. But he's telling you to do it because he has called you as a God. And he wants you to, to learn how to behave like God. So when he speaks, just flow. Just key. And some of you have been recruited tonight. There's a recruiting going on by the glory of God. They are the doers of the word. The spirit of God is recruiting you. You are beginning to have strength to respond to the speak. I'm telling you the truth. That's what has happened tonight. I tell you the truth. That's what is happening tonight. You are, begin, you are, you are having strength to, to flow. That's what is happening. It's becoming easier for you. It's becoming easier for you. It's becoming common to you to just flow. When God speaks, flow. When God speaks, when I say when God speaks, you will shout, I flow. When God speaks, 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 when God speaks. For the last time, when God speaks, God bless you.